So before we, I mean, you have so much exciting news to cover. Thank you for uh, prefacing it before we uh, jumped on our call. And again, I know you have limited time. With respect to the Miami Boat Show, again, $16 million sold. How does that compare to previous, specifically Miami Boat Shows? And then also after that to Fort Lauderdale, uh, Palm Beach, et cetera. It's actually pretty close to being on par you know we've had we had some years that weren't as high but one of the things that happened this year was we went back to the convention center right the last you know since 2015 they moved it to virginia key which just from a logistical standpoint really didn't work well for people to visit the show it was really hard to get in and out of that oh it's very hard very difficult and you i remember the last time we spoke you were really excited about it going being moved back to the convention center yeah, totally stoked. I mean, it's it's indoor, it's air conditioned. You don't have to worry about weather and rain and any of those conditions. And you know, the boats look amazing under those lights. And uh, you know, the performance of the show from a sales standpoint was was great. You know, that I think when you compare it to other shows in the convention center, it's on par. But it's definitely better than Virginia Key, which was which is the goal was. Fantastic and. I would imagine the plan is to now keep it on going at the convention center, yes? Yeah, for sure. We got a really big footprint. I'd say we probably had one of the, if not the biggest displays in there uh, with eight different boats all the way up to 47 feet. And uh, it, was, it was quite the display. We're really proud of it. Amazing. And what was the, what was the atmosphere of the show like? It was really positive. You know, I think everybody is going through similar issues with supply chain issues and labor issues and you know but we're all finding a way to get through it and it's funny because a lot of our customers are business owners and they too are going through the same struggles you know a lot of them you know are building condos and they're telling me stories about how they can't get appliances or they can't get plywood or they can't get trusses and you know and and the cost of the materials are all going up but you know it's it seems to be a common theme that you know the struggle that we're all going through but we're all figuring out a way to, to get through it. And with respect to the the Miami Boat Show, you have mentioned a number of times at the shows, obviously because you have the opportunity to engage with many current members of the Intrepid Nation, potential new members. Yet you've mentioned a few times that during the show specifically, members of the Intrepid Nation have given you some of your next great concepts next great intrepid builds if you will did you take any away from the show yeah for sure you know what you're right you're 100 right everybody gives me all this credit for designing these boats and, and i'm the first to tell you that you know our customers are our best designers the the biggest thing is you just have to listen and i have that luxury of being able to go to a show and have relationships directly with our customers because we don't have dealers you know because right we have that direct relationship where they know me i know them they come up to me and talk to me and they tell me all the stories about you know how they use the boat and the things that were important the things they wish they had and <clears throat> being able to to get that feedback is amazing it's it's a gold mine of information and they did you know and, and the biggest takeaway that i really got from our customers this year was they want us to go bigger you know they they i've got a, a group that want us to go to larger boats and uh they also want us to be able to you know figure out ways to be able to get some of the new mercury v12 600s on some of our smaller boats which means you know being able to modify 
add beam to our hulls to be able to support that additional weight of those 600s, which are 1,300 pounds apiece. And, uh, you know, I think those are the two biggest takeaways. And, and, you know, I'm already working in that direction. Right. You, and this is obviously very, very significant. And uh, you shared this with me is finally securing land on the water to create a yacht division to thus giving you the space to, in the capacity to build larger boats. Yeah, it's, it's amazing news. And it's, really just happened in the last few weeks you know i'm in pinellas county which is largo and for anybody that is unsure where largo is it's the tampa bay area and we were able to find land on the water literally maybe 10 to 15 minutes away from this facility where i'm going to build a new state-of-the-art factory and create a yacht division for all my larger boats it'll be 120,000 square feet and I'll be able to see trial right out of the back of the factory, wow. which is going to be great. So I'll be able to take my larger boats from this facility, which is like the 43, 47 evolution and, and move them over there. Then also do larger boats because, you know, the logistics of being able to take them to the water and delivering them will now be taken away and I'll have buildings built to support, you know, boats up to, you know, 65 feet in length. So, that really opens a lot of doors for us. And because it's so close, the two facilities, I'm going to be able to bounce back and forth and, and oversee uh, both uh, pieces of property, which is great. That's amazing news. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Uh, Thanks, man. Yeah, not only, uh, I mean, one, on securing that prime piece of land. <laughs> that, that was obviously meant to be, and meant to be at this time for you to take this next step in creating larger boats, which... I would hope would lead to intrepid yachts. And so, and is this something that you've thought about for quite some time and the moment just, this was the moment or is it something that just recently began circling through the genius mind of Ken Clinton intrepid powerboats? Yeah, actually this has been a dream of mine for a long time. And, and I literally have pictures and magazines of me holding drawings of, you know, a 54 back in 2010 and just not having the space to do it in the way that it's come to reality is really because of the relationship, the new relationship with Marine Max, you know, Marine Max had an acquisition of intrepid powerboats. And, and part of that discussion up front was they said, look, Ken, we, we don't want to change anything you do, right. you know, what you right. do. The reason why we, we want to be a part of your team is because we love what you do, you know, but we're also in a cash position to be able to support any of the dreams that you had going forward. And I shared some of those dreams with them. And, and this was the biggest part of that dream was, you know, creating the yacht division and having a facility on the water. And they were the ones that really were able to put this together for me. Not only did they locate it uh, and create the bid uh, that was accepted, they're, you know, they're on board to help fund the, the factory and, and help us get to the next level which is great because the other thing it does, it's gonna create some efficiency even at the facility that I'm at because I, I see trial every boat that we build and we do that at a public boat ramp. Well, the new facility being on the water is so close, it's actually closer than the boat ramp is. We're gonna be able to go from this facility to our other facility on our own property, launch, sea trial. And if there's any issues during the sea trial, 
I can I can deal with it right there at our other facility rather than having to make additional trips back and forth to the water. So from an efficiency standpoint, even this facility is going to get better because of it. So uh, we're really excited. Absolutely amazing. And what does the time frame look like with respect to creating that new facility, have it having it up and running, and basically saying go and starting in production over there? Yeah, I, I'm thinking that it's going to take us six months to finish the drawings. We we have pretty decent drawings of the facility now, but now it's now that it's become reality, you do a really serious drill down to make sure that every little wall and door is in the right spot. So that'll probably take six months, and then we're hoping, you know, within a year after that, having it built. So my goal is in a year and a half to, to be laying up hulls over there at the new facility. So basically looking at 2020, so heading into 2024 and potentially starting in 2023, Intrepid Powerboats will be taking orders for and then in, in 2023 and then in 2020, or will you start taking orders now? And then in 2024, being able to hit press play and producing those amazing intrepid yachts. Yeah, yeah, it, it's all coming together. It looks like that's how it's gonna fall. And, uh, you know, we've already got designs in the hopper and I'm actually, you know, working on something bigger at this particular time. So we think in the next few months, we'll be able to release some of that information. We have a rendezvous that we do uh, at Ocean Reef this year, where I'm looking to introduce one new model. And then at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show, another new model. Um, so we've, we've got some really cool stuff coming up and I'm looking forward to getting a little bit closer to those dates so I can share more information of what those models actually are. And how exciting have you, have you had the opportunity? I, I'm guessing it's not the right moment, but how exciting will it be when you are able to let the intrepid nation know that, okay, now we can begin you know, taking your ideas and now here are some ideas that we're working on if you want to begin ordering. I mean, I would think the intrepid nation or a huge percentage of it will be so thrilled to know what you are now elevating to and creating and able to provide them with. Yeah, they're, they're stoked. I mean, I knew just before the Miami boat show. So I was able to share some of that information with them at the show and they were literally bouncing off the walls. It was they, 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 in some cases, they literally had like cocktail napkins and, and pencils and like drawing. And, and will it have this? And will it have that? And, and uh, so they're, you know, they're to say that they're excited is an understatement. And and I am too. You know, I'm all about creating art on the water and knowing that I'm going to get a a larger canvas to paint on is is really cool. Yeah, this must be one of the most exciting moments of your life. It, it really is. You know, it's it's a culmination of many years of hard work and, you know, and never being satisfied and always taking it to the next level. And this is just another step in that direction. And what an am amazing moment in time uh, with in correlation with where the where the industry's at. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the industry as a whole is very healthy, you know, but one of the things that I preach to my team here all the time is, you know, what we build is is not necessary nobody needs a boat and when you build something that nobody needs in my personal opinion you better be the best because it's a very cyclical business and because it, there's ups and downs in that business and you're trying to secure you know the livelihood for people with families if you're the best the one percent that you build for always has money 
And the key is they're able to purchase any boat that they want. And if they are part of the 1% group, they want the best. And that's why it's so important that we're that choice and that we are the best. And that's what's able to carry us through, you know, this, this cyclical industry that goes up and down when you manufacture something that nobody needs. And they get it. You know, my team gets it. They understand it. They're proud of what they build. And they know that, you know, we're Rolls Royce of the water. Rolls Royce of the water. I love that. You've never, I have not heard you say that before. That, that, that is spot on. I love it. And how exciting and also, well, inspiring, motivating, and I mean, taking on then the challenge personally and for the 350 plus that work for you for the Intrepid Nation, but then this new audience that you'll be speaking to about now, again, elevating Intrepid to the next level and showing that you can, as you will, create the Rolls Royce, the larger Rolls Royce versions of Intrepid. Um, that's, it's gotta be incredibly, uh, again, inspiring and motivating and um, just, you know, not to use the word again, but life-changing. Yeah, in, if you look at the history, you know, when I was originally doing boats uh, 30 years ago, you know, it was basically a 23, a 26 and a 30. You know, so when you when you look at that history and you've looked how we've grown, you know, and I'm to a point now where, you know, 18 models and 47 feet with up to, you know, quad Mercury 450s on the back run 68 miles an hour. You know, you can see what I call constant evolution mm -hmm. and, and and that constant evolution needs to continue in that same direction, because that's really where our customer base, the Intrepid Nation is taking us. They lead the way and they tell us where they want to go. And uh, we, we, we go down that path and we supply them with what they're looking for. Right. And so often circling back to, as you said near the beginning of this conversation, and as you've uh, said many times in that the Intrepid Nation, and as you also just said now with respect to leading the way and also forging the path for you, in whether it's at you know a boat show such as Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach, whatever it might be, in getting you to look at the two, getting you to look at say a brand new Intrepid that you've just created that is a work of art, is another Rolls Royce in the water, yet looking at it a different way and doing something that you would not have thought of. Yeah, they're they're the ones that really let's face it, they used our boats more than we do. <laughs> right. know, so it's the truth, you know, yeah. it's like the shoemakers kids that have no shoes, you know, it's, you know, you're so busy making sure that you supply everybody with what they need that you really don't get those kind of opportunities. And the other part of it is, you know, putting your pride in your back pocket. I've had so many customers tell me that they've been, a, you know, brands X, Y, and Z. And, you know, the, the people that they talk to, you know, spent more time trying to tell them what they what they should have versus listening to what somebody needs. And I think it's more of a, you know, an ego thing for a lot of a lot of other brands. You know, they they try to tell everybody, we know what you want. And, you know, I sit there and I go, tell me how you use your boat. You know, we do design sessions. It's not like, you know, with other brands where you go onto a, a dealer lot and they go, do you want the red one or do you want the blue one? You know, we sit down with you and we build it for you and we say, like, what are you into? You know, do you fish? Do you dive? Do you just cruise? Do you get to hang out at the sandbar? You know, what's what's important to you and your family? And, and we cater to that. 
Right, and and thus at its core, one of a kind, one at a time, and literally each and every Intrepid built for exactly what someone wants to do on the water, whether it's in Lake Michigan, whether it's in the Virgin Islands, wherever it might be. And that in itself is just absolutely unparalleled. Yeah, I'll tell you a quick story. I had a, a president of another boat company that really didn't build boats like we did, so we didn't compete against him. And he said, look, I would love to take a walk through your facility. I said, sure. And I, I got halfway through the plant tour and he stopped and he looked at me and he said, how do you even make a dollar doing what you do? Like, you're crazy. I see all this custom work and all this <laughs> handwork and all this labor. He says, I don't even let people, I don't even let our customers pick the color of our upholstery. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, I let them pick the color of the thread that they want. In their upholstery. <laughs> and he said, you know what, Clinton, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> And a hundred percent true and a hundred percent true. And, <laughs> and, um, so right now, Ken, what is, what is the most, along with obviously everything we've just discussed, which is beyond exciting, what current, um, what right now is on your drawing board or what's in production that is the most exciting next in line to, um, hit the water for a demo that you're working on? Well, I usually don't give out those facts too early, but I'll say that I'm working on something a little bit bigger than usual, which uh, I'll, I'll be able to share probably in the, in the next couple of months. So we're, we're doing some refresh stuff and, and it's important that I don't let too much leak too early, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely make sure that you're one of the first ones to know. <laughs> well, thank you very much. A question for you with respect to the, this amazing new facility that you're going to have on the water and in correlation with having this amazing 144 million dollar backlog while the new facility on the water will be focused on the the intrepid yachts the larger boats if you will will it also allow you to increase your production and not have as significant of a backlog or do you prefer to have a strong backlog at all times or how does that work for you yeah, it, it really won't change the backlog because I'm not necessarily going to be building any more of what I presently build. I'll just be building in addition to. Gotcha. And I think, yeah, so it won't really increase our numbers. <clears throat> but what's really important about the backlog is, once again, how we talked a little bit about resale and protecting our customers that way. But the other side of this is, once again, in a very cyclical business, knowing that you've got that much work scheduled to where even if there's a, a hiccup in the economy, you know, let's look at 2008, 2009, which was the greatest recession since the Great Depression. And I watched almost every boat company that I know of, and I'm going to be as bold as to say on the planet, shut down. And if anything, maybe have a skeleton crew at best. I still had a $29 million backlog at, the, at its lowest point. Mm -hmm. And I was able to continue to keep my employees working. They were able to feed their families. And it was because of that big backlog. And look, $29 million sounds like a lot, but th that was a great reduction. And it wasn't so much that we had so many cancellations as it was that people just stopped ordering boats. Right. So you have that cushion that buys you time that allows you to carry through some of those rough times. Right, absolutely. Which to a certain extent is perhaps what you saw and for a brief moment did 
you know, momentarily happen uh, back in March, April 2020, at the beginning, beginning of COVID, and then everything changed into what it is now. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, you're 100% right. You know, for the longest time, I don't know that I ever had a month where I didn't sell anything. And that happened in March and then April, right after the Miami show in 2020, when COVID really started, you know, becoming an issue for everyone as a whole. And, uh, you know, then watching what happened right afterwards, it was kind of like somebody opened Pandora's box and yep. it, it just went nuts. And, uh, but, you know, that, that, two month period was scary. You know, I think the whole world didn't know what was going to happen. And when you see your business uh, just stop like that, you know, it was a situation where you really were thankful for the backlog that you had. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's one of the strongest silver linings of uh, the pandemic COVID uh, in that and obviously is happening in real time for you, uh, luxury real estate, home and design, et cetera, is it gave people, in this case, we're speaking about you know, the affluent, with the opportunity, a forced, necessary opportunity to take a step back and realize that each and every moment counts, that this is not a dress rehearsal, and so how do I wanna be spending the moments that I have of my life with my friends, with my loved ones, where in the country, et cetera. And at the top of the list is either it's more time on my intrepid powerboat or I've always wanted an intrepid powerboat and I need to get one. And in my opinion, the with respect to that silver lining is that's regardless of what happens, whether it's Omicron 99, whatever it might be, that's never gonna change. And if anything, it's only gonna continue to accelerate and perpetuate that, um, that element. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think a lot of people during that time, and, and you look back and hindsight being 2020 is, is a, another situation, but at the time, we didn't know if the world was going to end. I mean, <laughs> right. I, re I remember like you go to the grocery store, you brought all your stuff home, you wiped off everything that you <laughs> yeah. at the grocery store. I stripped all my clothes off in the garage before I'd go in the house. Yeah, it, like, it, was, it, was, it was really crazy because, you know, we just didn't know. Um, but you know, the, the other side of it was it made people realize that life is short and, and could be shorter than we expect. And I think, you know, one of the other pitches that we had was, you know, there's no better way to social distance than to be on a boat with your family because it was safe, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And something that I've learned over uh, the past number of months and very much so during these amazing conversations with yourself and with some top uh, yacht brokers as well is that number one reason, you know, you ask any great, you know, individual in the industry such as yourself uh, at the top of the game or great yacht broker, you know, what is the number one reason that people buy a, a yacht, an intrepid powerboat, what is it? And the number one reason is to spend more time with their friends and their family, quality time. Yeah, 100%. I mean, what better way than to get away from the hustle and bustle to spend time with your family, especially in this day and age when, you know, everybody's on their phones and everybody's on social media and, you know, that seems to consume everybody's life. And it's just so nice to be able to grab your family, get on a boat and just, you know, go for a ride and just chill out, you know, and just to get away from everything. Uh, it, I think it's something that brings families together. Absolutely. Very, very well said. And 
I know that you need to get going. You're so incredibly busy, but very quickly speaking of social media and on a personal note, also very exciting, you just got your, uh, your badass Ram, uh, Ram back from uh, Hennessy Performance in Texas where they've made it a 900 horsepower mammoth, correct? Yeah, you know, <laughs> my toys. You know, you know between the, the C8 Corvette and the 392 Jeep Wrangler, and you know, no, I, I got this TRX, and uh, Hennessy offers the 900 Mammoth package. <laughs> and it was funny because before I sent it out there, I did some modifications to it myself first. Like I, I did Boston rims, and I took them from 35s to 37s, and and I powder coated the calipers to match the paint and. And, you know, during that process, found out that when you go from, like, 35-inch tires to 37, you lose 50 horsepower when you do that. Oh, wow. You know, Judd, I can't have that. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. But no, not yeah. 900 horsepower. <laughs> that's yeah. just, that's fantastic. 900 horsepower, all-wheel drive all the time. To say that that truck scoots is an understatement. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and also, I, uh, I, I actually made a note of it. When oh it was uh, when I emailed you on Monday and how we now are uh, which segue to our speaking again now uh, during this amazing conversation is the T-shirts that you wear and that you post on your personal social media I'm uh, I made a note I got to track down how to get some of them because they're just absolutely fantastic I mean, just to put those on in the morning must make you smile and inspire you yeah it, well it's funny because it was something that i just started doing during the pandemic you know there was such huh. negative news all the time and then every saturday morning i would wear you know an inspirational t-shirt you know and it, it became a thing it's just not only has it become a thing it's a huge thing i i go to boat shows and i'll have no less than a hundred people approach me and go I can't even have my Saturday morning coffee until I see the video of you at the factory. And we're always wondering what shirt you're going to wear. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, something that I casually did to raise spirits and to stay positive kind of became a thing. You know, now I, have, now I feel pressure. You know, like, okay, I'm not sure what's the next shirt and what, what's it going to say. And, but you know what? It's a great problem to have because it means that people care and they're paying attention. And uh, it's when they stop talking about you, I think, is when you got to worry. So. And it's another, it's another element that you, it's another po very positive element that you add to people's lives, uh, in, in especially those members of the intrepid nation, from <laughs> those, those little moments of inspiration to the Rolls-Royce bespoke intrepid power boats that you create that are life-changing for each and every um, current member of the intrepid nation and those that are fortunate to become um, become members of it so yeah well I'm, I'm blessed to be in a position to do it good stuff good stuff ken clinton intrepid power boats intrepid thank you so much for your time my friend is there anything that i didn't ask you that i should have or that we didn't talk about before i let you go no, it's all good, man. I appreciate you uh, reaching out and look forward to when we talk again, brother. Ken, have a great rest of your uh, day. Have a great weekend. And again, congratulations on everything. Thanks, man. Take care of yourself, Judd. Take care, Ken. Bye.